What's up, everybody? And welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're going to spice it up a little bit today. Of course, we are in the midst of the playoffs. But instead of just doing a recap of playoff games, we, we should still talk about baseball news in general. What's going on in the world of baseball? Yes, the center stage, the spotlight is focused on the playoffs. But there have been some other developments that I think are worth discussing. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that. And, of course, we'll also do our playoff game recaps but so Clayton Kershaw you know we we reported or I didn't report I just regurgitated what was reported that uh Kershaw you know was likely going to be out for the postseason it's now confirmed and yeah so he, he told reporters he had a PRP which is a platelet a platelet rich plasma injection in his elbow the other day and that officially brings an end to any chance of him pitching this postseason. He expects to be ready for spring training 2022, but he's done for this season. That's confirmed. So obviously something to keep an eye on for the Dodgers because they don't have one of their best pitchers. They're going to rely much more heavily on the guys who are already there. Yes, they have depth, but it's going to be tested now. So I thought I would mention that. So the Padres fired Jace Tingler a couple days ago. This was you know, announced. And to be honest with you, I see why they did it, but I'm of the opinion that oftentimes managers get too much praise when a team does well and they get too much criticism when a team does poorly. I think that's what we're seeing here with Jace Tingler. We already saw the Padres fire the pitching coach like middle of the season because their staff was struggling. Now they're firing the manager. I think it's more of an optics exercise because it's like, oh, okay, we had such a bad season or not such a bad season. We, we fell so far short of expectations. We have to make a change. It must be the manager. But wasn't this the same Jace Tingler last year that everyone was speaking so highly of when the Padres made a playoff push? And then you're telling me a year later, all of a sudden you're firing him. It's not his fault solely. I mean, of course, he definitely will have to share some of the blame because he is the manager and he is the one making decisions. But it's not solely his fault. I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the at end of June, the Padres were forty nine and thirty three on the season. They had won eleven of the last twelve games, and at that time, the question seemed to be, okay, which of these three teams are going to win the NOS? Is it going to be Padres, Dodgers, or Giants? But then, over the last eighty games of the season, they went thirty and fifty. Completely did did a complete nosedive. They only won seven of the last 28 games. It's just a terrible second half for San Diego. And at the end of the season, they finished 79-83. and 83, And this is the Padres' 10th losing record in 11 seasons. It's a very bitter pill to swallow because, like I said, a year ago, they were in the playoffs. They were in an NLDS appearance. And they had super high expectations. And even the fact, despite the fact they had a star-studded lineup this year, roster, most of those big names suffered injuries. I mean, that's, I think that's the bottom line here. They suffered a lot of injuries this year, and I think that's more of the issue. I mean, obviously, when you start to lose a lot of games, thing, the wheels kind of fall off, and you just kind of nose that, which is what happened. They had no momentum, and it seemed like they just they couldn't get things going at the end of the year, and it spiraled out of control. But that's what's happening in San Diego. So with that being said... There are rumors now that the Padres are are considering Ron Washington as a candidate. So I don't know if any of you remember Ron Washington, but you know he was the manager of some very very good teams with the Texas Rangers about a decade ago. He's currently I think he's a third base coach, third or first base coach 
with yeah, he's the third base coach with the Braves. And he's apparently under consideration for Padres manager. So Wash obviously has a ton of experience and could head back into a managerial position. He was a Rangers manager from 07 to 2014. You know, those back-to-back AL pennants in 2010 and 2011, of course, inches away from winning the World Series. But yeah, five years as a, as a Braves third base coach, he could be heading out to San Diego as their next manager if, if they decide to hire him. But he's in the running for sure. So those are some some developments going on around around the league. Let's talk about the two games we saw yesterday. So both series in the NLDS were evened up. They're tied up. Braves won, and then the Dodgers won. Let's start with the Braves win. They won three nothing in Milwaukee to tie this game. Sorry, to tie this series. And you know I always talk about okay, you if you're the road team, you get a split on the road. You go back home. Go back to the crib defend your home field that's what the Braves that's the perspective the Braves are going to take they're going to come out of this being like okay we're we're we now have home field advantage because we stole a game on the road but of course if they lose the next game the pendulum could swing in the other direction as well but it was a three nothing victory yesterday Max Freed I would say top performer on the day six innings no earned runs three hits nine strikeouts and then you know with the bat Austin Riley, two for four with a home run for the Bravos. Austin Riley's had a very good year, and he's carried that over to the postseason now. He's just continuing to do what he's been doing. He really came into his own this year. We talked a lot about that, how, you know, when he first came up, very young, struggled, but coming into the season had less than a a full season when you count the number of games. He had less than a full season of big league experience. So it's only natural that a top prospect like him would come into his own and start to produce on the big stage, which is what he's doing. He was good. Freeman, Albies, the usual suspect for Atlanta. But it was just really good pitching. That's that's what we saw yesterday. Max Freed and then the bullpen held it down to shut out the Milwaukee Brewers and tie the series, send it back to Atlanta. And then in the Bay Area, out in the Bay Area, you had the Dodgers clap back. And they won by a score of 9-2. to Convincing win this time. Jumped all over Kevin Gosman. Tagged him for four earned runs in his five and a third innings. Julio Urias was on the bump. Remember, he led the major leagues in wins this season, and he got another one yesterday. Five innings with one earned run, five punch outs for him, and the Dodgers pitching was really good. But, yeah, just, I mean, not a lot of homers. Only one home run between both sides. It was Will Smith in the eighth inning, but a lot of timely hitting from the Dodgers, and they steal home field advantage now as this series is tied heading back to L.A. But plenty of action left. Plenty of action left. Trust me, I I believe that this Giants-Dodgers series will come down to the wire. I really do. But ALDS action resumes. Tampa Bay out in Boston. Astros out in Chicago taking on the White Sox. We'll have those recaps for you tomorrow. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.